Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. And we're recording. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm a little sniffly. Yeah. But otherwise, well, it's good. that time of year. <laughs> yeah. I, and our weather down here is just so up and down and up and down that it, my sinuses go insane. Yeah. I was feeling a little under the weather yesterday. Not under the weather, but... Under the weather because of the weather? Yeah. <laughs> but um, Hold on, hold on. Let me do that again. Under the weather because of the weather? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that our, uh, our our fancy little pod track could do that? I do now. <laughs> I discovered that we had that the other day and I was like, I really want to use this. <laughs> But I'll never do it again, I promise. (laughs) To your heart's content. I'm just going to make a bunch of jokes and just hit the little drum button. (laughs) And I'll just look at you like this. That was a very straight face. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Tell me about your first book. Yep. I'm going to tell you about two books today. Awesome. Because I couldn't decide. Okay. I'm all for it. So the first one is A Cozy Mystery. which um, I love cozy mysteries and this is the first in a new series so it's like well that's exciting I've got a whole new series ahead of me although it um, just came out on January 25th so I got an advanced review copy from NetGalley so thank you NetGalley for that Um, but it is called Up to No Gouda (laughs) and it is cute a grilled cheese mystery by Linda <laughs> Riley. This is one of the reasons I love cozy mysteries. They have the funniest, punniest titles, and they just crack me up. I love it. Um, so it takes place like most cozy mysteries in a small town that I don't know if this is a real small town or not. I didn't actually Google it, although I should have. It's called Balsam Dell. I don't know. It's probably real. But anyway, it's a little, it's a small little town. And the main character uh, has just moved back after her husband has passed away. And she opened up a grilled cheese shop in their cute little downtown area. And the building that she's in has gone up like for auction or whatever. And the guy, this guy that she's, she like knew from high school because she she lived in balsam she grew up in balsam dell she moved away and then she moved back got it and so it's like this guy that she dated in high school and he was kind of awful and he bought the building and he comes in and tells her like you're gonna have to move out i'm re i'm repurposing this place for my girlfriend to open up a boutique here or something like that and so he's kicking her out and then he shows up dead (laughs) (laughs) Because that's Cozy Mysteries. Because he ate one of her grilled cheese sandwiches? <laughs> no. Well, that's the mystery. Okay. So anyway, she and the police, you know, go investigate and whatever. So it was just Cute. really fun. A lot of Cozy Mysteries I find are 
like the mystery's cute, but it's just not a great book as a whole, you know? Uh, but this one was a good book and it was fun and it was cozy and yeah, like, I loved it. Don't mess with my Gouda <laughs> shop. I can't wait to see what the second one is titled. <laughs> <laughs> so do they, it, it's like a continuation or it's just like of the, like it's same characters? Yes. It, yeah. Okay. It'll be the same characters as like her, um, her best friend, um, her love interest, you know, they'll all, they'll all be continuing in the series. So very cute. Yeah. I like, I, I, I want more right now, (laughs) but now I am like, I haven't been reading cozy mysteries a lot lately, but this one made me want to start reading them again. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm going to go back and continue some of the series that I'm in the middle of. Yeah. Cause I love them. So anyway, want to hear about mine? I do. Um, it's called Evidence of the Affair by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Have you read this? I haven't read it, but I'm pretty sure I own it on Audible. Okay, so it is an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, so it's just like a little novella, yeah. short story kind of yes. thing. Yes. So it's kind of interesting because the entire, like the entirety of the story is written through letters. Back okay. and forth letters. So it's epistolary. Yeah. I love that word. So I just want to sound fancy. <laughs> Um, so Carrie Alsop and David Mayer, um, don't know each other and they find, Carrie finds letters in her husband's, I don't know if it's his jacket or she finds them at the house or whatever. Um, and it's him corresponding back and forth with a woman who he's very obviously having an affair with in these letters, um, and through Wait, the pause okay what time period is this it's it's relatively recent i don't remember the the um year but it's not um it's not like they're in southern california i'm just i can't imagine people like writing letters i don't know if they're like in like the 80s days, okay or, all right yeah i don't remember what the what the year was but um but yeah so they so she starts to find these love letters and she figures out who the woman is and she decides that after a while she's going to contact her husband like the woman's husband oh not her so husband. the woman's married too the woman's married too and she does not tell her husband that she found these letters oh. so she contacts the woman's husband and tells him that your wife is having an affair with my husband and sends him the letters but it's all through letters so she mails him a letter right Can, that contains the other letters right and they start to correspond with each other. And it's kind of um, strangers, like the comfort of strangers sharing the same experience. It's not really a romance necessarily between them, but they feel connected and they right. feel like there's romance. But it's it's really just having someone to talk to about the situation because neither of them want to end their marriages but they're not sure what to do and it's like a continuing affair and they're both just kind of devastated. Wow. Um, It was just kind of an interesting take and because it was so the letters were back and forth and you could tell like these two people who don't know each other that have this horrible shared experience slowly start to know each other right through these letters and feel like they've been seen and heard and I mean, there's definitely something to be said about shared experiences and the comfort of that. Right. 
um, you know, like sometimes when my anxiety gets bad, like you can, you know, find forums of people who are feeling the exact same way as right. you. Yes. And, and that's comforting in a way, even though it's like, I'm feeling so anxious, but okay, I'm not the only one. Right. <laughs> and I won't, it's not twisty at all, but there, it, I don't, I don't want to say twist cause it's not a twist at the end, but there's an extra something at the end that you're like, huh, you kind of see it coming, but it's still slightly, slightly shocking, okay. but not, not to the point where you're just completely, you can't imagine how that happened. Right. At all. But it's just a cool, it's, it I was mean, interesting. It's just, and it's a short little read. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Quick read. So yeah. it, if it sounds interesting. Yeah. It's a, and it's, it's different investment. than her other It books. sounds like it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm going to have to go double check if I have that on Audible. And if I do, I'm going to listen. So tell me about your second book that you couldn't decide between. <laughs> I want to hear it. I mean. So the second book is called The Paris Bookseller by Carrie Mayer, who you know is one of my favorite authors yes. who wrote The Kennedy Debutante. Yes. So this is her latest. It just came out a couple of weeks ago at the very beginning of January. And it is about... Um, I put in my Instagram review that this book is basically about me because <laughs> it's about an American woman who opens up a bookshop in Paris and she has a dog named Teddy and I'm an American woman and I love Paris <laughs> and I want to open up a bookshop and I have a dog named Teddy. I mean, it's you. So it's essentially, yeah, right. it's, it's essentially about me. Right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Sylvia Beach a real person like all the all or almost all the characters in this book are real okay um she just kind of fictionalizes the details of the story like she did in the kennedy debutante yeah so sylvia beach um you know she's from america but she was living in paris at the time in like 19 1918 1919 and she opens up a bookshop called shakespeare and company in Paris, but it's an English bookshop. So she sources books from America and from England, and she um, she has this uh, shop where she sells them. And there's a bunch of like well-known people and authors who come through her shop, like James Joyce and Ernest Hemingway, and um, you know they're like regulars at the shop, and she's friends with them, and she hangs out with them, and she actually published. Uh, Ulysses for James Joyce she was the publisher okay yeah okay so a lot of it is about her journey of publishing this book when no one else would publish it because it was very risque at the time and so it's about overcoming that she's also um a lesbian and so it's about you know overcoming that as well in that time in that time period right. um so there's a lot of you know adversity that she faces and um I mean it's Paris so it's it's fun from that perspective there's you know a little bit of you know French words thrown in here and there and I was like oh we mm. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it, it's it's just a solid historical fiction novel about a really cool woman and a really cool topic. 
And there's real people who get turned into these characters that, you know, you know and love. And you're like, man, I know Ernest Hemingway. He's a friend. (laughs) You know? Um, But yeah, it was, it was really good. I think, so Carrie has written three books so far. She's written The Kennedy Debutante, uh, The Girl in White Gloves, which was about Grace Kelly. And then now The Paris Bookseller about Sylvia Beach. And I think the Paris bookseller is probably my second favorite of hers. Okay. So, um, yeah. And, and I loved the fact, obviously that she opened a bookstore because I really, you know, at some point in my life, hope it, hope to open a bookstore. So it was fun to see kind of the behind the scenes of that. And she also had a lending library as part of her bookstore. I don't know if there weren't, I don't know, much about the 1920s ling- lending and, library meaning like like as if like the like the little bookshops so where people drop off books and stuff no lending okay. library like sh- like she was basically a library she had if you wanted to oh you could check out you books. could check out books from her oh oh okay and lending so, li- so sorry like i don't know if there weren't public libraries at that time hmm. for people to just go check out books you know i didn't really look up the history that. of it or if it was just something she offered but i'm like that's a cool idea i don't know i don't know that it would work these days because we do have public libraries everywhere but i thought it was something that was kind of fun yeah so but yeah that's it the paris bookseller <laughs> very cool well check it out especially if you've read the De- kennedy debutante which i know jamie always uh promotes and i've read which I did like. It wasn't my all-time favorite book, but I did enjoy it. Um, I did happen to look up some stuff about the Kennedy family prior. Like, as I was reading, and I knew some things and some not things. I knew some (laughs) things, and I didn't know other things. But um, I know that they're real people, but at the same time, I also kept thinking... You know, this is all going to wrap up and in a nice little bow. And that's not how historical fiction works. No, Um, but I do like that Carrie writes about real people. For sure. You know, these are real events that happened. And it's just kind of her imagining of the details. But But it has aspects of their personality in it. And so it's you're learning more about these historical figures in because she novel. does her research. Right. Of it's course. not like she's just making this stuff up. Right. She's reading letters. She's reading biographies and autobiographies. So it's her take on that, on exactly. that history, which is really fascinating. Yeah. I love that type of historical fiction. I know some people are like, how can you write a historical fiction about people that really existed? And what, you know, isn't that just a historical book? But no, it's, you know, it's fiction. She's imagining these conversations and things like that. And I, I love that style. Yeah, she's becoming those characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, whoop, whoop. Um, the tea that we are drinking. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> I was in the mood for just a straight black tea. Like, I didn't want anything fancy or fruity or whatever. So I picked the um, Harney and Sons Orange Pico. I love Orange Pico. It's just smooth and simple. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. Um, it's, it's They call it, I don't know, it says on the box, Ceylon and India Orange Pico. So I guess it's a classic blend of Assam and Ceylon black teas. Um, and it says uh, in the description... On the Harney and Sons website, a traditional staple in many households, John Harney drank this tea when he needed a comforting cup. 
And it is. It's yeah. just comforting. It's, it's a really good cup of black tea. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing too exciting. Sorry about that, but I wasn't Sometimes in the mood for Sometimes you need exciting. something that, that you I can recommend comfort. to anyone and that would be comforting that they can go find easily. We, we've been talking about comfort a lot this episode. Well, you know, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you need a little warm I'm, hug. I'm sensing a theme. Yeah. <laughs> a title, An maybe? episode title? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so tell me what's keeping you sane, Jamie. Okay, so I started doing... Did I tell you this? I started doing life coaching with yes. Addie Yoder. Yes, you did. And... Um, like I had my first like initial kind of session with her last year like the is this for me kind of thing and then it was the holidays so we kind of put it all on hold and then I just had my first um like check-in with her so you get uh, like six check-ins essentially and I mean like we text all the time just to make sure that I'm staying on track and things like that but um she and I kind of set some hard goals for me and um it's been really good like there are things that I want to do like I want to start exercising again and so she and I set the goal okay just start slow exercise once a week and then you can work up from there and so I've been doing that um what what exercise can I ask what are you doing yeah so I'm doing Apple Fitness Plus okay um so they have is it like HIIT training like, they have hit. They okay. have yoga. They have strength training. They have dance. Okay. It's a variety. So whatever I'm in the mood for, I just pull up my Apple TV, go find a workout, and do it. I love it. I love it. I turned the front room of my house into a little workout room. Nice. So I have. I'm waiting on a mat to come in. Mm-hmm. I ordered like a mat for the floor. Very and cool. Yeah, I'll have to show it to you after this okay. episode. Um. But yeah, it's been really nice to have someone holding me accountable, helping me reach my goals. And like I said, short-term goals, like exercising more and long-term goals. Like I want to open a bookstore by the time I'm 35. Okay. And what, yeah. What steps do I need to take to to actually get there? To get there. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. It's been really awesome. Addie. And Addie is awesome. I may need to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, if anyone's interested in that. Um, she has her own podcast, Grace and Growth with Addie Yoder. She's on Instagram and she is just the coolest person. I love yeah, her. she really is. I really enjoyed doing that episode with her. Yeah. Yeah. She's a lot of fun. Uh, what is keeping you sane? So, um, bringing it back to the baby cause that's hey. all that I have in my mind right now, but, um, she's not a good sleeper. Oh, she's really adorable, but she does not like to sleep at night. Um, she loves sleeping during the day. but our moms my mother-in-law and my mother have been staying over during the week oh wow and they like switch off so we so we will put her bassinet in the den with them and they stay with her and whenever they Whenever the, she needs to be fed, they come get me, but I feed her and then they take her and they burp her and they do all the stuff that like takes an hour to two hours to get her back down yeah. so that I can sleep. Oh my gosh. It's been, I mean, I know how lucky we are to have the support system that we have and I know that people don't have that. And for me, it's been keeping me sane because Michael's back at work and I had to take more of the night shift because right. he 
he's in a car or a boat all day and he has to be alert, you know, it's dangerous. And so um, he still helps, but he can't get up for hours on end with right. her. Right, uh, understandably. And, th- and then go to work. And we're going to have to figure this out because when I go back to work, <laughs> I can't do that either. Um, and hopefully things get a little bit better and we're trying a few different things here and there. But it's just been, I mean, thank y'all. I know I'm not sure they don't I know Miss Ann has listened I don't my mom doesn't know how to listen to it (laughs) which we're gonna show her how but um it's just been really nice because I know people don't have that and I it's it's just something that um they want to do because they want to help us and they see how tired we are (laughs) and they also want to spend time with her yeah whatever that looks like that's so wonderful yeah oh I'm glad that you have that me too me and too. I hope that you can figure out a better sleeping schedule. <laughs> I know. I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, I guess, you know, you're tired all the time. Maybe you need to go take a nap after this, but. I would definitely like a nap, but we have <laughs> lots to do after this, no, which I, I think is going to be now the story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a busy weekend for me, too. I have yeah. a lot going on, so. Foster's birthday party is Sunday. So fun. Yeah. How old is he going to be? Six. Isn't that crazy? I remember when he was born. Me too. <laughs> but, um, but you know, from an outside perspective. No, I know. It's, how did six years? How was he six? Know. It's crazy. And we're going to a trampoline park. That's going to be my workout for the week. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be fun. But I do need to go buy a birthday present for him. So I know what I'm getting. It's not like I'm a terrible aunt just waiting till the last second. I don't want anybody to think that. But no, I just need to go buy it. So Awesome. Well, we should get to getting so that we can get our <laughs> stuff done. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> Sounds like we're on the phone. Like, okay, talk All to you right, later. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at inkdrinkerspod. Cheers!